Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. Your host for today's episode is one of our senior consultants and a member of the CareerPod team, Ms. Joan Blake. My name is Joan Blake. I'm a senior consultant with Transition Solutions, and I'm here today with Suzanne Colasso. I want to congratulate Suzanne. She was recently promoted to Employee Relations Manager at Citizens Bank, where she has five direct reports. Welcome, Suzanne. Thanks, Joan. So tell us a little bit about your early career, life, education, and how it influenced your career choices. Sure. Um, After high school, I went to um, community college at the time. It was a two-year program. Um, My parents couldn't afford to send me away to school, so I lived at home, went went for my two years of college in liberal arts, and um, at the time I was also working, and I got a job at um, Honeywell, and um, at the time it was a very large uh, computer company and very well known, and um, I was doing administrative work at the time, and actually my first job was in personnel at the time, we called it, not not HR, and um, I worked after school every day. And um, after I graduated, they hired me, um, and I went into an administrative role in a in a, tech, a technical type department, and had a female boss at the time. There were not a lot of female bosses there at I'll the bet. time. I'll bet, yeah. And um, but she was fantastic. She had a NASA background. She was just wonderful. She was a great mentor to me, and she was encouraging me to become a programmer. So I would I took classes in programming after work. Um, that, that the company offered, but I was also um, engaged to um, uh, a man who was uh, at West Point, and when he graduated, um, we got married and moved to Germany, and he was stationed there for three years. And so while I was over there, I got a job with the U.S. government over there um, on post, and actually to work on the computers that I was working on, they were Honeywell computers. Oh, that's and great. It was the same computer system that I had worked on at Honeywell, so they they snatched me up right away, and uh, I worked there, and then moved over to a, another role that was kind of like a an executive assistant to the to the company commander of the post. And so, I it was a great role for me. I was a people person. I loved meeting people. Um, I was also an officer's wife, so it kind of it, it helped me in that role as well. And that was a role um, at the time. It was a very serious job. A lot of the officers' wives did not work. Um, but I was a rebel, and I did work. <laughs> I couldn't imagine not working. And so, um, you know, when we came back home, I was pregnant with my first daughter, and I didn't work. We went. We were stationed in Georgia after that. Um, and then we ended up. He ended up get, getting out of the military, and we came back home, which was Massachusetts. Um, I ended up working for the FDIC, which was another government job. So I was able to kind of parlay my seniority from the military uh, position to to this, and um, it was an administrative role there and worked my way up to like a case manager there. Um, but they were closing shop after six years because we were, um, FTIC, uh, the operation there was um, set up for a specific purpose. Unfortunately, it was during the early late 80s, early 90s when um, FTIC was closing a lot of banks. And so the area that I lived in, there were a lot of banks that were being closed. And so they set up shop basically in, in one of the towns here. So, um, but then they did their job after five or six years and everybody was getting laid off, finding other jobs, things like that. So um, one, someone reached out to me at, a, at, a, at Sun Life, which was an insurance financial services company and said, hey, do you know anybody that, need, that needs a job in an administrative role in treasury, the treasury department? I said, hey, I might, I, I think I'll, I'll go for it. And so I got that job and worked at Sun Life for a few years, um, worked my way through different departments, mostly lateral positions. 
um, end up in the legal department. Um, so after Sun Life, uh, I ended up getting a job in the legal department at um, at um, Boston Scientific. Oh, sure. Um, and then I also worked in the Treasury Department there, ended up there, and did some great work with um, the Treasurer. I was an administrative assistant to the Treasurer and um, the head of investor relations there, who had a big team and um, learned a lot of uh, about the financial world there. It was really interesting, a lot about investing. Mm-hmm. The opportunity to move into HR, which is where my career, I feel, really started, was that I, um, I, I knew a woman who was a director um, in HR in a different facility, but within the same um, within the same company, and she was looking for an assistant. So I applied for the job, and I actually knew her personally. My children actually babysat her children, oh, that's so great. it was kind of, it was kind of like we knew each other, but didn't really know you know each other. We weren't really friends at that time. So ended up being her assistant, and that's really where she she was really my first mentor, my HR mentor, and um, and she just really encouraged me to if this is what you really want to do then I'm going to help you get there. And um, once I got into HR, I, I couldn't believe that I, I was never here. Like, I couldn't believe it took me this long to get there. So I knew that this was what I was meant to do, and I was going to need to find my place here because I didn't want to leave. It's just exactly what I wanted to do. Everything about it, all the different aspects of HR, were, were exactly what I wanted to do. But being an HR assistant, I knew that I wanted to, to do more, and I could do more. Um, the company was changing. She was moving on, and um, I, I had a coworker who was moving um, to another company called Covidian, and um, it was it was kind of a, a newer a newer company at the time, and so. Um, I basically just gave her my resume as she was walking out and said, you know, if you ever need anybody in HR, I really want to, to, to take that next step in, in my career. And so it wasn't long after that where there, a position became available there um, as an HR representative, and uh, um, I was able to, to make that move to Covidian. And in that role, um, it was just such a great role because it, in, it in, um, involved so many different aspects of um, of HR, really. I mean, it was it, it got it got me out to get to meet people on the campus, and um, through that, I got to learn the business, and um, got got some great visibility to other folks in HR, and um, to understand what they did in the in in their jobs, and so just it was it's really kind of like a little research for me too to try to say you know I loved I loved what I was doing, but what would be that next step? Um, and then, you know, an opportunity came for me to um, to kind of focus more in the employee relations field. Um, I was also a leave administrator too, so I was able to kind of um, move move that over into in the employee relations um, field as well. So that was that next job was an employee relations consultant. During that time, I had a manager who really encouraged me to think beyond. The, you know the, the ER consultant role. What do you want to do in your, in, in in your career? And I wasn't really allowing myself to, to think that I was still raising my daughters, and I, I you know the work life balance was tough for me. But it, it really once my daughters got into college, it got me thinking. You know this is my time. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with this freedom now? This new freedom that I have. Um, and my manager encouraged me. You know basically by saying. The, you don't want anything to get in your way of your career, and if you don't have your degree here at this company, it's valued, and um, 
Plus, from a pay standpoint, you don't want that to get in your way of, 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 of pay. Mm -hmm. So I thought about that and thought about, you know, I have a lot of years left to work. And so I ended up going back to school um, and getting my uh, bachelor's degree in, uh, in H, um, business management with an HR um, uh, minor. And um, so working, going to school <laughs> uh, was a lot. Tough. Yeah. Um, but it, it was um, it was it paid off. It, it, How know, many years did it take to? I think it was about three. Yeah. That I find okay. that I that I that I did um, going back to school and working full time, and towards the end I was just kind of just wanted to get it get it all done. Right. So I was I was really concentrating on on getting that done. But once I achieved that goal, it really was not just um, you know personally that I felt you really proud of myself for doing that but I really felt like I was prepared to take an, another step to take mm -hmm. an, the next step and that I just didn't want any barriers in the way and finally the barrier was gone good for you and I saw other people in the company that didn't have their, their degree where they did have that barrier and mm -hmm. I just wanted to look beyond that and I knew finally that that would it, there would be an opportunity for me and so um, the company was um, acquired by another company and there was some a lot of transitions and changes during that time so I had to think about you know what does this mean to me I can't get laid off I need a job to support myself and the girls in college and so um, I uh, was started to look for other opportunities and ended up at Citizens Bank where they um, have a employee relations center of excellence where it's centralized and so the employee relations department uh, supports the entire company and um, and each employee relations consultant has their own market or business line that they support and I really liked that model because it was very similar to the model at Covidian and it worked I thought it worked really well and so um, ended up you know getting a job there and and I've been there now four years I've worked my way up to a team lead and then this past year was uh, and just recently just was promoted to a manager and what I like about citizens is that they um, the, there's a lot of opportunity there and there just isn't that at a lot of companies um, a lot of larger companies so mm -hmm. when they see talent there they um, they just grab right onto it and they encourage you and develop you um, so that, that when the time comes that you know they know who their next person is so it's it's really they have a good sense of who is who's their top talent and how are they going to get them to that next level and I love that because now I have direct reports that I can develop in that way as well mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that for, for them. What a wonderful journey your daughters must be so proud of you. I think they are. Hope they are. <laughs> well, it's interesting because one daughter works in HR and her and her husband works in HR too. So we're in oh, HR. Oh, is that family. right? I can <laughs> so, imagine what the dinner conversations yeah, it, are it's like. It's interesting. That's funny. So you um, have mentioned several times mentors, and always female. I'm right. not sure every woman has that experience. There's a, yeah. an urban myth that women are hard to work for. I, I know, I know, right? And I've, I've enjoyed the times that I've worked for, for men as well. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I just, in the roles that I worked for men, I was an assistant. I was an administrative assistant. So I think that role in of itself mm -hmm. is more of a, I dare I say subservient. I don't know. It's, that's probably mm -hmm. the wrong word. But it's, you know, you're there to assist and mm -hmm. you're there to provide 
you know, what they need, basically, mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. take care of things, take care of calendars, mm -hmm. make sure, take care of their travel, make sure their expense reports are in, things like that. And, and really, and I did feel like I was taking care of the department when I was an assistant. Sure. I was taking care of things. And I was, I was the manager of office manager taking care of what needed to be taken care of from an administrative standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, but when I worked for females, it was more, uh, more of a, um, an understanding that I think I think the females saw something in me that maybe I didn't even see mm -hmm. at the time mm -hmm. and I think that's what I appreciated and mm -hmm. and and that it really got me thinking I don't know that I would have I don't know whether I would be where I am today if it was not for my female mentors because I just needed that push mm -hmm. sometimes I just need to, you know one conversation and that gets me going and, mm -hmm. and maybe that is the way similar with a lot of people but it just it was very helpful. As you look back, would you change anything? I don't know that I I could have changed anything. I think really it was, um, what was I able to do with the circumstances that were presented to me in my life, mm -hmm. um, and how, how was I able to? Uh, what could I have? What job did I could I have done in order to leave at four thirty to pick my kids up at daycare, right. or you know not be able to come in if I if they're sick or something like that? So I needed a job that utilized my skills and paid well, um, but yet I had that flexibility. Mm -hmm. And at the time, there was no work from home. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have right. laptops. Right. So you know you either were in the office or you were out of the office. Right. So it was it was tough. You really needed to kind of get figure out figure that out for your life and if you were a working mother um, again it was very tough and I saw what other women were doing that didn't have children or didn't have those those um, you know um, obligations and I, I they would travel and they could do things like that I knew I couldn't do that right so I, I literally kind of said to myself this is a job and you'll have your time someday, but you need to be patient right now. Let's like, let's just get through this. Just do the best work you can do. Right. Learn as much as you can. Enjoy the company and the management. Mm -hmm. I, I always worked for great companies, and I always tell my kids that you know, if you work for a great company, you, there's you can get other opportunities within that company. Right. And I leveraged that, and so mm -hmm. I think that really helped me. Um, I guess the thing, the one thing I could probably have done differently is I really wished I had gotten my degree earlier in life. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been um, time well spent. Mm -hmm. But you know, you, you make choices in you your make life, choices. And, and that was you know what happened. So as you think about it, what uh, role has luck, if any? played in in your career <laughs> well I think I think a lot I think it's really important to um, to, to have the skill set and the education and and kind of you know the, the resume um, so that if if there is an opportunity or you know there's an opportunity or luck that comes your way that you're going to be prepared to, to, to get to, to take it basically mm -hmm. so um, just in regard to being promoted to manager, the opportunity was there um, because of a circumstance um, that that uh, I feel um, involved involved luck. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. I had the skill set, I had the experience, and I was the person that could just move right into that role. Um, so that was really fortunate. So you know, when you talk about landing in HR, the vision that came to mind for me was, oh, she was home. She felt like she had come home. Everything was right. It was just you were born to do this work. Had you never found HR, what what else do you think you might have done? 
Um, I think as, as an administrative assistant, as when I was working in those roles as an administrator, um, I, I was able to, I was a people person, I was able to communicate well, um, and I think anything involving communication probably would have been something that I would have been good at. Um, I, when, when I worked for the Director of Investor Relations, that was really an interesting role, uh, in, you know, public relations, investor relations, things where you um, are the face of the company. And I, I think that that's either that or some type of a marketing role would have been something I, I think I would have um, gone into. So what is one lesson you've learned and that maybe even have passed on to your children? I was told by um, someone once in management that, you know, if you work hard, the money will come. And it seems so simple to, to, to think that way, but in the circumstances, I understood exactly what he meant. And, um, and it, it's been true. It's really been true. If you work hard and you're committed and you do the time, um, good things will come. You know, things will come your way. And if you're, if you're open to that, you have to be open to the opportunity and always, always look at, for your next step. I remember I had a manager who once told me, if you're not updating your resume or going on an interview at least once a year, then you're not taking care of your career. That you should always know what the next step is. You should always know what's out there for you. Um, and especially for women, I think it's important to understand from a pay standpoint whether you're getting paid fairly mm -hmm. and if you're not mm -hmm. to advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and knowing what's out there in the market is really important to um, in regard to pay. And so are you doing that these days? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I have always done that. It's so much easier now with LinkedIn and Indeed. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really feel like it's much easier from a technology standpoint. I think everybody should be doing it. And if you're not on LinkedIn, you should be on LinkedIn because it's just, it, it really gets you, um, it, it puts you in a place where you, you feel, you still feel valued and relevant. Mm -hmm. and. And it's really important, especially for as you get older and, and you, you get more comfortable in, in your role or um, in your life, that you just don't get comfortable. Just always be you know, looking for that next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is a game changer. So as you think back on the journey of job to career, um, how satisfied would you say you are on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being high, with that journey? I would say 10. I, I'm just, I just can't imagine being anywhere else. Uh, you know, for me, uh, working in employee relations and being that advocate for an employee as well as the company and being that person who can facilitate conversations to coach, to, um, to develop people, to help them through their journey and their job, their day to day jobs is, is just means the world to me. And that I can provide that and, and, and people respond well to that just makes me feel great. And I think if you're feeling great about your job and you like you like what you're doing, then it's just, what else can you ask for, really? <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, we wish you all the best and thank you so much for talking to us thank today. Thank you, Joan.